Don't forget, whatever stage of life you're walking through or sometimes stumbling, it's important to look above and anchor yourself to the one who controls it all. The best part of life is finding your people, people who will walk with you through the fire. That's what we're here for. Daily inspiration, burning questions answered, and how to always look above. I'm Brooke. And I'm Peyton, and we are Struggling Beautifully. Hi, guys. Uh, welcome back to the Struggling Beautifully podcast. Today's a little bit different. Brooke could actually not be here, sadly, so you're stuck with me. Um, and I'm sorry we couldn't get a YouTube video out. This is kind of last minute. A lot of things just came up, but we wanted to stay consistent and at least get the podcast out. Um, and I truly think that this message is going to be a good one because... I saw this question and I was pondering on it and it seems as if every service I went to, everything that I've heard and have experienced um, and had to talk to people about had to do with this question. Um, So I wanted to answer it and um, yeah, so let's just dive into the question. It was, how did you find God in the darkest times or how do you find God in the darkest times? So I wanted to start answering this question with another question, which is, how can you see light without darkness? We know that Satan and all of his temptations and everything, everything that is evil, even the waves, they all have to ask God's permission. Nothing is done outside of God's sovereignty. So I truly think that he allows this stuff to happen for a reason. And for his glory and our good of those who follow him. Without darkness, without sin, without pain, how would we know what mercy is, what grace is, what joy is? How can we truly be grateful for these things if we have never been without them? Um, For example, like, I don't know, this kind of just came to my mind, but like, if you are living with your parents, you get so accustomed to their love and getting you anything you want, every meal you have at your table, and say you go to college and you no longer have those meals every day, you no longer have all this luxury that you got from your parents doing your laundry, and it stinks, and it's a struggle, but when you come back home, you're just that much more grateful, because you have been without it, so I think even in that, we get to experience God's mercy in a whole other way. We know that, like, for example, in um, Revelation 21.4, it says, He will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Death shall be no more, neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore, for former things have passed away. And this is talking about heaven. So if we know that we're no longer going to have death and pain and mourning and no longer have to deal with this sin, This is the only time that we have the opportunity to give God our struggles and experience his love and his mercy in a way that we won't be able to experience in heaven. Like if we were all made without struggle and without darkness, we wouldn't be able to see God's mercy and love. Um, So that's the first way to look at it um, because I feel like oftentimes we're so pessimistic and we can't find the good in the darkness. And I want to show how God has power even over the darkness. Um, But to answer this question, how did I find God in the darkest times? I truly think that the darkest times is what turned me to Christ because when everything's going fine, we have this sense of pride and this sense of 
everything's going fine. I'm fine. I don't need God. We don't see our need for God, and that takes away from the gratitude we have towards Him. We know that realizing that you're in need and you have guilt over your life plus undeserved grace equals endless gratitude. Um, And so when everything's going fine and we don't think we need God, we... We just don't look to him. We just lean on our own understanding. And I feel like God allows the darkest times to come, especially for me. He allowed bad things to happen. Well, not terrible things, but like mentally horrible things happen within depression. And he let it go to a point to where I felt helpless and I saw that I couldn't do it myself. So I think he allows it to break down that prideful wall that we build up so that he's the only thing that we can see. I had this image of a tunnel. You can sit in the darkness of the tunnel and not look for a way out and just be stuck there. Or as you begin to look, you see the contrast between the light and the darkness. And you see the only way out is to go towards that light, to go towards God. Um, And everything else around you in this tunnel, you can't see. It's irrelevant to the story. Um, And I feel like that's another thing is God just... He gets you to a point of darkness to where he's the only thing you can see and nothing else can fill your life. Um, we know in John 16, um, 33, it says, I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation. But take heart, I have overcome the world. Um, God just wants us to have peace in him and to go towards him because... The devil lies to us and he makes us think that we can do it on our own and that we don't need God. Even if you are a follower of Christ, he might have fooled you into thinking that you have to take on all of these things. But God says, no, like I want you to come to me because we cannot be good enough without him. And he doesn't expect us to be. He doesn't want us for the person we are. He doesn't want us like he's not like, oh, I need to save that person. Like I want to save that person. He, she, she or he would be such an addition to my kingdom. No, he does it out of his love and his grace. So in the darkest times, all you can see is God. Because there's no other way out. And the darkness provides a clear perspective of that. That nothing else can fill you. And it's only God. And it gives you a sense of reality almost. Kind of like you can only see light if there is darkness. And I truly think that's why God allowed evil into this world. So that we wouldn't be robots. And we would have free will. And we'd be able to see the depths of his love and his mercy and his grace and the joy. We had to experience sin. We had to experience pain. In order for us to see his love and experience that in a full way. Um, And we know even in this, God didn't leave us like helpless and empty he says that when we are saved when we start to follow christ in second timothy 1 7 it says for god gave us a spirit not of fear but of power and love and self-control once you start to follow jesus once you see him in the darkness and you start to follow him you no longer have to live in fear And you have the same power that resurrected Christ out of the grave. You have that same power in you to overcome depression. To overcome anything thrown your way. And with God, we can overcome the darkest times. And we can struggle beautifully. But without God, we're just stuck in this darkness. So, I found God in the darkest times by looking for a hope. 
And that only hope is in Jesus Christ because without him, we're dead. Without him, we're going to be stuck in this because there's no other way out. Um, and even when you're saved, it doesn't mean you're not going to go through trials and you're not going to go through depression, but you can go through this with that resurrected, resurrecting power as we just talked about and with a sense of hope and knowing his promises and that he's never going to go back on these promises. Um, Psalms 55, 22 says, cast your burden on the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never permit the righteous to be moved. And in first Peter one, it talks about how we are refined by fire. You know, when you're carving, like you don't get the final product without starting to carve away at something. Um, you can't make a sword without fire. You can't mold gold into anything without fire. And trials are what grow us in our faith. And we just need to lean into these promises in the darkest times. We need to re- really lean into the fact that God will finish the work he started in you. And in 1 Corinthians ten thirteen, he says that no temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful, and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. Um, and just leaning into these promises um, and knowing that he is with you and he will not allow anything to happen that will be too much for you to handle. Um, and just leaning into his sovereignty. So how you find God in the darkest times, I don't even think that that's necessarily a question I think it's the fact that God is there in the darkest times he's the only thing there um to get you out of the darkest times so I think the darkest times are what get us to a point of humility in order to see that the only answer is God and that's the hope in darkest times and if you don't know Christ I suggest that you get in his word because for me I got to a point to where I almost did not believe in God anymore. And so I forced myself in the word every day. And then I prayed for healing. And I didn't think it was going to work until one day it just clicked. And I saw the love of God that I didn't have to be anything special to be his. That he chose us for the foundations of the world. Um, And it says that in Romans. And that he gives us the spirit of power and love and sound mind and he won't allow the righteous to be moved and that we don't have to be any type of strong because he is the strength um and that's the hope in God that I wish everyone knew and it's hard because I know the love he has for every single one of us and it's just sad to see that some people do not know that but how you find God in the darkest times is just looking up um because he, he's there in the darkest times. He's the light in the darkest times. And if you want to get out of it, you need to go and follow him. Um, so, I mean, I don't really... I hope that answered this question. Um, just, he is the hope in the darkest times. And how you find him is just getting in your word. And realizing that this is hard it is hard and you're allowed to feel these things 
but knowing that Jesus came and lived this life perfectly, the perfect life that we couldn't live, and he died on the cross, the death that we should have deserved, and he struggled temptations, and he struggled rejection from us and his father as he was on that cross, he did all that so that he can relate with us. And we know that God prays for us. Um, I mean, Jesus prays for us. But I think the darkest times is what causes growth. So do not be fearful of the darkest times. Be glad. And I know that's the hardest thing to say. I know I struggle with that too because sometimes we just don't feel loved and we feel distant. But if we dig into these promises and these truths, I truly think that there will be growth. There will be growth. There will be sunlight at the end of every tunnel. There will be sunlight at the end of every storm. We will be stronger and we will grow. Um, just, just change your perspective to understanding that trials and dark times and depressions are bad, but God is always sovereign. And he will always change everything into good. Everything that's bad. If you say that something is too bad for God, you are putting limits on a divine God and his goodness. And we can't do that. God has overcame the grave. He can beat anything. And and just remember that we're looking at life very linearly. But God is not held by time. He sees the beginning and the end. He is eternal. And this might be bad now. But you don't know how he's going to change that into good. You don't know what this trial is going to due to you that is going to cause you to grow in a certain aspect of your life. I did not know that dealing with depression and wanting to end it all and not believing in God will lead me to the point to where I am today. Like we don't know that, but we just need to lean into his promises and his truths and get into his word and pray that he changes our heart and reveals these things to us because we can't do it on our own. And I think we really need to understand that and get a right perspective of God and his plan. Um, So that's kind of all I have for you today. I hope that answered your questions. Um, I wish Brooke was here because I think that she could have added a lot to this message as well. Um, But we might do a bonus track. I might talk to her about that. Um, And she can kind of answer this question too. Um, But yeah, thank you for listening. listening to the struggling beautifully podcast we are so glad to have you join us on this journey don't forget to follow our instagram and our tiktok at struggling beautifully pod so you can see when we upload new episodes every monday as well as be filled with daily encouragement and scripture you can also leave questions in our dms as well as in a form linked in our instagram bio thank you again your host Peyton and brooke